And now, live from the new house in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's an actress slash host slash science's very own hype woman. It's Allie Ward. Chef Jeff is here to remind us that he likes his egg foo young and his beef chow fun. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen. Hello, my little soft and chewy homemade Canadian vegan ginger cookies. That carbohydrate was sent in by Lauren Kelly on Patreon. Patreon. Patreon Patreon.com. Patreon. It's where you go to submit your carbohydrates. You can go there for bonus stuff, for behind-the-scenes content. We have a roof leak right now. Our Patreon subscribers, if they're at the right tier... Got a sneak peek. Oh, did you show? Not only of what's going on with the roof, but also of my mental state regarding the leak. <laughs> and then in all ca- look, I'm just giving it away for free in all caps. And I just stepped on a fucking piece of kibble and it hurt. Mm. That's how I ended my post. You guys, you're missing out on that kind of content. But also mm, there's good premium. stuff that you'd actually want. Um, anyway, I don't know if something specifically makes these ginger cookies Canadian, maybe they're just made in. Maybe she's just in. I bet she's in Canada. She made them, hence they're Canadian. Thank you for sending in that carb. I would like to say hello to my guest, Allie Ward. Hello, it's been way too long. I know October. I know October. I I was just thinking about you today because I was doing an intro for my podcast, and normally I introduce myself as like a weird relative. For some reason, I introduced myself as a blueberry bagel that tastes like (laughs) onions because it was smashed against an everything bagel, and I was like. That's so Allison Rose. It kind of is. Yeah, I know. I what did I hear recently? Something that I didn't like. I feel like it was a. I don't think it was a podcast. I think it was a YouTube video, and it'd be better if I knew what it was. But it was something like just that. I was like, I'm not into that. And the person in like, hello, my little pickles. And I was like, damn it. They need to pay you royalties. Or maybe it was just someone I don't like. I don't. I. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to be hypnotized to remember. Whoever but, they are, they're on blast officially. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I don't think I know them. Okay. I feel like it was someone of note, though. Okay. It was like someone of note. And anyway, I just thought, huh? I'm kind of that person too. Get over yourself, Marie Kondo. <laughs> That's oh my god, Marie Kondo. Have you been watching Tidying Up with Marie Kondo, Allie Ward? I felt like it was my duty as an American to watch it because mm-hmm. I. That's the only TV I've watched in probably a month. But I was working a bunch, and I multitasked by having it on in the background because I needed to know episode one. Who are these monster people? I needed to see them. I needed to get them in my veins. Right. So I did watch it with one eye. Mm-hmm. Holy Kondo t- is stealing my husband. Oh, you're in love with her, aren't you? Yes. Get over yourself, Marie Kondo. I, I find her um, delightful, but I also uh, I I admire how she's the terminator of okay of clutter. Hang on for one second. Now, mm-hmm. as Daniel speaks, yeah. listen to how much this is. Someone who is falling in love with someone, but is presenting it like it's just a sort of platonic respect mm-hmm. kind of thing. Just imagine like a glittery heart over my head. Okay. Right <laughs> Go now, on. She's the terminator it. of clutter. If you start sweating, I'm going to call you out on it. <laughs> I, I, it's a lifelong obsession with eliminating 
other people's clutter as well. It's not just her own. Like yeah. she would throw away her siblings, her siblings stuff. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this a, turned me against her. There's this a was- dedication to her obsession that I I find enchanting. Has she been diagnosed with anything? I'm sure. Okay. I just, there is a line. I mean, I think if Someone you can, said. if you can monetize a compulsion that I think it's maybe not pathological. I have heard rumors that perhaps in real life. It's the entire stand-up comedian community. <laughs> yes. I've heard rumors that perhaps in real life she is not exactly. As <gasps> yeah. I read something that said that she got her neat Nick Attitude from having a nervous breakdown. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. I want to hear that. Someone That's needs to exciting. do att- attention. Alex Gibney. We need a documentary about yeah. this person. I need some my BTS. future wife. I, Daniel. Oh, mm, go ahead. No, Allie. she is joy. I mean, I get it. Yes. She is. She's like a lightning bug. She's just <laughs> glittering, illuminating. But also, I feel like there is. There's a lot. You know, when you frost a cake, but you don't know what the cake looks like mm-hmm. underneath. Yeah. I feel like maybe yeah. she's a couple pieces of cake that got glued back together with some really wonderful right. frosting. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Like if you knew her in real life, you'd be deeply suspicious right. of her. Like you would be like, what is up with you? She's definitely killed someone. Right. There's yeah. something you're hiding, mm-hmm. you know, but but it, but as a show, it's delightful. Daniel, explain how... Yes. A woman like that would know how to dispose of a body. <laughs> yeah, she would. Really, she would. <laughs> that would be funny, by the way. Marie oh my Kondo God. does like yes. crime scene. Daniel, cleanup. explain how um, you're not attracted to her, but you think she's cute. Get over yourself, Marie Can Kondo. But Allie hasn't heard it. I want to hear. I don't even know. I mean, like, yeah, I, I think she's she's cute, <laughs> like in a in a way that makes you want to leave your wife. No, um, <laughs> no, she she. I no. I pointed out that she's super cute, and there and my wife has turned this into me being obsessed with her, and I feel like she's a little threatened, um, <laughs> which is half the point, right. Um, Got to keep her on her toes. Do you use Marie Kondo as a bargaining chip in your relationship? Yeah, no. Mike. Okay. <laughs> uh, this countertop is not how Marie Kondo <laughs> would like it. I'm sure if uh, other people like Marie Kondo would keep this clean. <laughs> I did kind of clean the countertop today. Yeah, see how it works. Um, Daniel, hello. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Um, it was fun being married to you. <laughs> and I, I recognize that it's not going to last forever because now Marie's I mean, in town. The truth is that Marie would not uh, stand for me. You put up with my slovenliness in a way that Marie Kondo would delightfully put me in my place every day. That'd be great. See what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Um, He's a wild man. But what woman could tame him? I know. I will say. Only, oh, only you're her. the stallion that Marie Kondo could tame. <laughs> wild, the, I'm the <laughs> wild horse that she has to find in the wilderness. Think how Marie Kondo would feel. Okay, so Daniel was going <clears> to <throat> run the Bissell pet steamer cleaner mm. over our carpet this morning, but okay. forgot. That's fine, because I just did it when I got home. How would Marie Kondo have handled that? She probably would have tossed the Bissell <laughs> pet cleaner and the carpet, and it would just be a bare concrete floor. Her interpreter would have had words for you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the fact that she can't even... Uh, I, I did get a boyfriend that book once, and then um, he had a bit of a clutter problem, got him the book, 
He was like, oh, I'm vibing. He lost it. No, I I literally (laughs) misplaced the book. (laughs) But on a serious note, like her approach to it actually is pretty smart because she links the emotional attachment to things that we have and creates a way to unwind it Uh, for people that have issues. You have not read the book where she's like, get rid of all your books. Yeah, but the yeah. way she does it, I'm just talking about her approach. I'm not talking okay. about the like, specifics. I'm saying that she she comes at it from this point of view that seems real woo-woo, like, huh? You know, like, you want to thank it? But it's actually addressing that this isn't just stuff to people. It's, we have a, that's why you have clutter problem, because there's an emotional attachment. So I think it's uh, smart. Allie, so yeah. what happened with your, the boyfriend that had the book? Oh, uh I saw him post on his Instagram stories, um, him throwing a bear I gave him in the garbage, and then we broke up. (laughs) (laughs) What? I think maybe he was sending you a sign, or what was that about? I was like, hey, here's this book about cleaning out your life. And he's like, tight. All right, I'm out of (laughs) here. I was like, cool, 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 cool. Got it, got it, got it. Jeez. Yeah, well, sometimes you got to cut that. You know, I mean... You didn't spark joy anymore. Yeah, and that we got back together, of course. You know what I mean? It was Mm -hmm. one of those. But it was funny that it was like... Yeah, I see that. He (laughs) hugged you and there wasn't a zing. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Gotta get rid of her. (laughs) If I'm getting him a clutter book anyway, like... Right. Probably a little mutual. Right. But it's okay. Jeff, hello. Hi, Allison. Get over yourself, Marie Kondo. (laughs) See, I already blew my hilarious drop. Well, but let's it, see if I have another one. Because, God damn it, I'm tired of having to put on a bra every time Wendy needs to pee. <laughs> True. For a second, I was like, wow, you already... Gr- oh, no. The bra discussion was before we turned on the mics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you had already grabbed me talking about being at dinner last night and wanting desperately to take off my bra in the middle of the restaurant because there was no one there. But then it turns out that we weren't even recording that conversation. No, but that drop was my excuse for you to uh, have that conversation <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the deal. I don't like a bra even when I'm not pregnant, but now that I'm pregnant, the bra is really driving me kind of nuts. So last night there was a get together for one of the mommies from our mommy and daddy and me group is moving. So we had, uh, we got together for dinner to, to send her off. Lots of changes. Lots of changes. In the mommy, daddy and me group. That's right. Ooh, um, yes. But anyway, I was, it was, the restaurant was almost empty and I was sitting there and I'm like, I want to take this bra off. I feel off. like a woman in her third trimester can get Should away be, with that. I, feel, I do yeah. too. Yeah. I was pretty tempted. I, you could have. You could have. You could have made up something biological and we all would have believed you, you know? Like, when like, really oh. it's just... Wait. No, go ahead. You just could have been like, oh, I have to air my nipples out at night. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, I, ha- I have bed sores. Yeah. Well, here's the thing though. So the bra is uncomfortable because I've got a lot of like left bra strap pain or just just pain near i don't know what's going on but if i don't have a bra on then sometimes when i stand up suddenly i'm like ouch and it's that and it's what's happening is my boobs have become stuck to my pregnant belly Mm. (laughs) but you know when you're a kid maybe this for this is how i remember this is my memory it's a memory from being a little kid sitting in a really hot car on leather car seats in mm-hmm. shorts yeah. and then standing up and, and it's legs, like yeah. yes your legs were stuck to the seat that's how my boobs feel oh. they're stuck to the belly vinyl yeah it's a weird uncomfortable feeling so anyway i just can't win um okay i have to tell you guys about a thing that happened in my lift last night because i took a lift because I'm, I'm too pregnant to have to find a parking spot okay so the lift 
smelled a lot like poo. Mm. And I am pretty... Like actual poop? Or like someone kind of farted? Like It smelled more like poop. Okay. I don't know. It was weird. I'm like intimately acquainted with a poop smell given that... I have a a child and there's a diaper pail and a diaper situation and the whole thing. But this was like adult poop. Mm. And so I tweeted, I'm in a lift that smells intensely of poop. If I were to fart, would that be seen as rude or supportive? And then in the course of writing this, I was like, okay, now I feel really sick. And so then I wrote, never mind. I think I might barf, but please enjoy this thought experiment. So it was really strong. By the way, people should know you have pregnancy nose. Yeah. That's right. Where everything is just super, super keen yes. in your nose. Right. Well, here, I can calibrate it for you having the baseline standardized baseline nose. Uh, the level of poop smell that you should smell in a lift is uh, zero. Right. Oh. <laughs> None okay. is the acceptable level of poop I feel poop like in New York, it's a little higher. Yeah, maybe. Well, so then I think all of a sudden there was like, let's turn anyone's stomach, but... It was poop smell, and then there was like hmm. a like bad, either like a coffee burp or a coffee breath, mm. plus like sort of bile smell. It was just like it was just something. Yeah, it was another smell. Sense that it was coming from the driver or yeah. the previous. Uh, the 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 um addition of the like next smell that pushed it over the edge was the driver. The poop smell, I really don't know. It could have been anything. So then... Maybe someone tracked dog poop in or something. Yeah. it. I don't know. Maybe the driver had a colostomy bag. Maybe. Seriously. It, you can also it's have possible. a really bad a stomach infection or intestinal infection, and that comes right out in your mouth. Yeah. Really? True story. Cool. Read about it. Not fun. That's not great. Well, so then... Li- I did not tag Lyft in this. Lyft wrote me, Hey, Allison. Oh. Oh, no. We're sorry to hear about this. Could you please DM us the phone number on your account so we can look into it? Oh, no. No, no I want to get him in trouble. I didn't, though. I did not respond. Okay, I'm glad you guys are having this reaction, too. Yeah. Because I... It was really just an excuse for a tweet. <laughs> I mean, it was gross, but it was a tweet. But, like, I don't, I don't want them, like, ma- embarrassing him and, I don't know, it just... Okay, so you guys would also not do anything yeah. about it. I yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Anymore, I don't give, I think I said this on the show, but I don't give negative criticism, unless somebody's like a complete dick to me. Right. I don't give any kind of like middling negative criticism because I know that for these kind of not great jobs, it doesn't change the service at all. Right. It just is yeah. an excuse for their supervisor to go, well, you didn't make this so-and-so thing, well, so now you're not going to get a raise or you're not going to get your bonus. Especially that kind of thing where it's like, yeah. it's not like they're swimming in it. They're doing so great, these people. They're making six figures. It's yeah. great. Like, no, they're, they're doing this because they need... Uh, why yeah, would I fuck yeah, they're their getting life by. Um, Like, unless... Even a business, like, unless it's malicious, right. I'm not going to leave a bad review because right. it's, it's it could just be a bad day. It could be... Now, if they're deliberately trying to like fuck with me or something, then I might. But I've, that's, I don't think that's ever happened. I think I would only do that if someone just were like ripping me off. Right. Where it was like, our, if it were, yeah, like. But malicious. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. Right. Calculated. But um, I don't know. I wonder if this person maybe just had an intestinal infection. Well, something, the colostomy something bag was makes up. me wonder. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I think those are sealed pretty tight. I don't know anything about it. Me neither. But I think it's. They have an tight. odor. But, you know, I think it's different. Oh, Okay. I think it's not a 
it might not be like a poop odor. It might it's an unpleasant odor, but I think it's a little different than yeah. actual. Poop. I bet someone just tracked in a little something something. Well, maybe I bet you, I bet you that's what it is. Someone just stepped in poop or tracked something. in a little something. Right, oh. but I mean. The problem is, is I guess if every lift you get in smells like poop, then you. Then gotta- it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys, and then the restaurant smelled like poop. Yeah. And then my friend who gave me a ride home, her car smelled like poop. <laughs> what is going on? I feel like I can even smell it right now. Um, isn't that weird though? Because I didn't tag them. Yeah. Like, oh, they, we were they have talk- someone looking. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking. That was on air, right? Yes, we were talking about how when you tweet a company. To yeah, be a squeaky yeah, wheel, yeah, you, you get a lot of attention. Line, yeah, yeah, but I some wasn't doing that. Yeah, they probably have. I'm sure they have some algorithm that searches out. Oh, the word lift and people with X amount of followers or higher, right. and then they kiss your butt. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Lyft. Like but American no got thanks. back to you and, and got us some miles for something they did. So sometimes it's they good. They wouldn't let I, us board early with our kid. Even like that, though, oh, that's an example. Even though that is the policy okay. that they're supposed to let you, but the, the bitchy people at the airport wouldn't let us. And she was she was being rude to us. Oh, yeah. So she, in that yeah, case, I don't sucked. mind her getting in trouble. Yeah. Because she was a biatch. This was before <laughs> the government shut down where everyone mm. is put upon. Right. No one was put upon. Yeah, but they point. aren't. Uh, someone who Still, works for American just, Airlines is isn't directly affected by it. It's the TSA. But people. they yeah. are the government um, airline. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, <laughs> good point. Be. Solid point. I just flew a bunch this week. Everyone so nice to TSA. Good. Every, I, no I'm glad to hear that. No one's ever been more compliant. Can you imagine having to work for free mm. like that? Oh yeah, in, in, in a thankless job like. Ugh. Yeah, it's crazy. It's been a month now. Something like a month, right? Three weeks? Yeah. But um, yeah, everyone is being is very nice to TSA in the last couple Good. weeks. You're like, thanks for coming to work. I'm sorry. And I saw an article that talked about what the starting salary is for a TSA agent. Man, those people deserve a pat on the back. Like, I know they it's get like so much shit from people, yeah, but it's a tough job. It's, yeah, a, it's a tough, tough job, and they put up with so much shit from people, and they're supposed to be keeping it safe. It's like school teachers. Like, man, we are not spending money in the right place. Like, right, right. By the way, solidarity. LA school teachers on strike today. I know. Crazy. Sorry. S- strike. <laughs> not with Jeff, though. I'm pounding a cup. <laughs> banging. Like, I got more. Jeff's going to go on strike. Keep going. Jeff's going to go on strike. No, it is, it's bananas out there, guys. But we always have podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'm, I'm thinking of going on strike. I, I almost strike today. have yeah. a lot. This is not related to what you think it's going to be related to, which is the content of what you're saying. Um, it's not related to that. I have a lot. I've noticed lately I have a lot of guests that um, they talk with their hands on the table. So they like thump the table to make a point. And I never, it's not on the Thursday show. Just Daniel mm-hmm. does that. But I never I've quite. I've gotten worse. I didn't used to be so bad. It's true. I, n- <laughs> I never quite know how to deal with it because I don't want to like make them self-conscious and, you know, they're on a roll. But at the same time, I'm also thinking like, I'm just imagining the waveform like every time oh. the table rattles. Yeah. I can see with a guest being that way. Yeah. Um, Jeff is always reprimanding me and I don't mind because... Your family. Uh, well, also Jeff's got the, the the better interests at heart. That's right. That's right. Um, so. you know what? Uh, all these striking teachers and people who fly and just everyone in general needs mm-hmm. hmm. build a bear. Nope. Mm. Tell tell us the Calm app. 
Oh, okay. are you familiar with this? I am. It's the number one app to help you sleep, meditate, and relax. Did you know that 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by February? The Calm app? Calm. C-A-L-M. Oh. Calm. Uh... And I don't like the idea that 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by February because my resolution is to do Christmas cards this year. So I don't think that that works out. Even Smart. if your 2019 got off on a rocky start, each new day brings an opportunity to start again, to establish new habits that support your happiest, healthiest self. That's why we're excited to partner with Calm, the number one app to help you sleep, meditate, and relax. If you head to calm.com slash friend. You'll get 25% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programs, including, and I have to point out, Daniel, you've now made me self-conscious about the way I say the word, because I feel like you just tiny bit pronounce the L. Everyone say the word calm. Calm. But no, it's more you said it calm. Okay. This is a visual. Guided meditations (laughs) on issues like anxiety, stress, and focus including a brand new meditation each day called the Daily Calm. There's also sleep stories, which are bedtime stories for adults designed to help you relax before you doze off. Head to the lavender fields of France. With, that's where I'm going when Daniel leaves me. Head to the lavender fields of France <laughs> with Stephen Fry or explore New Zealand. Maybe that's where I'm going with Jerome Flynn from Game of Thrones. Bob Ross is even in there too. What? There's Whoa. soothing music, breathing exercises, gentle stretches to relax your body and more. For a limited time, Allison Rosen listeners, that's you guys and you're special. Get 25% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash best friend. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash best friend. Get unlimited access to all of Calm's content today at calm.com slash best friend. Give yourself the gift of Calm and a happy and healthy 2019. Can I say, yes, not a paid endorser, I have this app installed it on my phone before I knew they were an advertiser and use it. Wonderful. Fantastic. Yeah. It's well, amazing it's really to have app. right there while you're, it's on your phone. It, you can carry it around, throw in your earbuds, boom. Right. Really? Hmm. And no. I'd say you're the, probably the most chill. It's pretty chill. Right here at this table. Mm. See? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been getting more into meditations lately, especially with like trying to get in the right mind frame for having a baby and whatnot. Um, I do it one quick pregnancy update since i talked about it on the last show i have extra amniotic fluid and yeah it's part of the reason i feel extra pregnant uh and on the last show i had just found out at my doctor's appointment but my doctor wasn't there so it was just the ultrasound tech and the nurse practitioner who they didn't seem particularly worried because the baby seems healthy on the ultrasounds and everything. But then I Googled it and it's really scary what Google says. It's called polyhydramnios and it's really scary what Google says about it. So I emailed my doctor and I did not hear anything. So I found out on Friday. I freaked out until he wrote me back on Thursday, but he totally put my mind at ease. He said that in the absence of gestational diabetes which i don't have polyhydramnios is of little concern so put it out of your head just focus on um yeah i appreciated the way he was like i will i will add the addendum today of it all hang on um he's like you know so you know your ultrasound show a healthy baby just focus on things like the baby's movement or any bleeding or leaking things i would tell any pregnant woman 
um, Google is being dramatic. So I was like, oh, I love you. Because so oftentimes doctors won't give an, a, like, a, a, they'll be non-committal. Yeah. 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 They'll equivocate. But this was like a roots. But then today when I was talking, I went back, um, yeah, I just had, I had another appointment today. I was talking to him and he said that, well, poly, the risks are increased with polyhydramnios. There's just nothing like, different that we do like there's you know additional testing is not going to help and blah blah blah. and i said the risk for the baby or for me and he said both and then i told daniel and daniel's like well what are the risks and i was like oh yeah that is something i forgot like, to hey, ask oh. the bad news is you know the risks are heightened the good news is there's nothing we can do about it <laughs> oh so like, that's uh, not the fucking good news well the thing is, he doesn't seem particularly concerned, though. He's just saying that... But is he not that, concerned because there's nothing he can do about it? Or is he not concerned because there's nothing to be concerned about? Well, it? I am 34 weeks today. At 36 weeks, I go... I begin going until... From the t- from 36 weeks to my due date, I go there twice a week. And they do... So I'm being like monitored twice a week and stuff. So I think if anything comes up where they need to get the baby out they will he said he's like i'm not gonna deliver you now you know like there's no reason to do that i think you just need to put me in a medically induced coma until the baby comes until the baby's here i can't it's, take it i know just, i just feel like i should hydrated yeah, yeah that's right he'll be a swimmer is there somebody that doesn't have enough amniotic fluid that you could donate that's right. it to yeah. that's right. that i know thing? get on craigslist well yeah. but not having enough amniotic fluid is like really that's bad another too problem. Yeah. right um daniel I probably I I feel like I shouldn't have said this to you, especially because my oh, therapist sorry. suggested I try to just focus on the positivity with you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so she yeah. she doesn't know me though, so don't. She listen doesn't to know her. me either. Don't apparently, to her <laughs> uh, no, no, keep me up to date. I can handle it. It's just um, it's I, frustrating when there's like this heightened risk, but you just gotta. We got to see it through and see what happens, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's just like, ah, here's mm. the thing. I'm not worried and I take any opportunity to worry. This is true. So, yes, he, what, yes, he, the, he said the risks are increased, but I didn't get the sense that there's anything to really be worried about. This whole thing is like, listen, we have this precious little baby and it is the most delicate, beautiful thing you've ever seen. But before you get it, we're going to fire it out of a giant <laughs> cannon and hey, hope you can catch giant. it. You know, and it's just like, ah! like, okay, all right, cool, cool. All right, which direction are you going to shoot it? Yeah. We're not going to tell you. Yep. But here's, here's a bag. And if you, you know, you can catch it. So it's like, until we have it caught, I'm going to be anxious. Is That's that what, do you think that the baby needs you to be anxious? Uh, it's really out of my control right now. <laughs> you need the Calm Maybe app, for the, God's sakes. I can do nothing, and I think that is making me anxious. Like, if there was something I could do to help the situation, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be so anxious. It's the right. fact that it's so, like, out of my control and just left to the fates. Well, okay, yeah. think about that, it this that way. drives me crazy. Right, okay, so, like, firefighters, high-stakes shit, right? Right. Does it help a firefighter to be running around the firehouse being like, holy fucking shit, what if there were a fire right now? What if there were a fire right now, you guys? Oh, my God. Oh my God. Like, no, firefighters got to chill. If there's a fire, take care of it then. But if you were a firefighter, losing your shit 24-7 would not help anything. Well, this so is nervous. <laughs> this is like if, um, let's see, this is like if you were a firefighter, but you... <laughs> 
were not allowed to go fight any fires when the fires came. Sure you can. You can be there. Well, I'm going to be there and be supportive. But in the end, like with Elliot, he, he came out. And everything was fine. They were, they, you know, they had the heart monitor on her the whole time, like around her belly, and they were making sure that his his heart rate didn't fluctuate because that'll be distress. You know, nothing. He was fine. Came out, and there was meconium in the in the, the water, which meant that he had been stressed out at some point. Usually, it means that they like couldn't breathe or something for for some period of time. He was his own lift driver. <laughs> yeah, and the <laughs> yes. meconium got in his lung in his mouth, and it was a whole thing. And it's like he couldn't breathe. But they didn't have any idea. They had no idea that that he was in that state until he was coming out, and they're like, "Oh, he's green," <laughs> and you know, it's like um, either you gave birth to an alien or he's covered in meconium. He and was so uncute when he came out. He looked like oh a little, my god, he looked like, like a, a little tiny lizard Frank baby. Inside, yeah, yeah. Little he, was, swamp he really was baby. green. He did. Yeah. Little was like, poop-eating swamp baby. Yeah, did you have sex with a swamp thing? I mean, <laughs> um, yeah. So it's that like, and I have a friend who she. You know, they thought maybe something was wrong. They were going to have natural birth, and they just decided last minute to have a C-section. And turned out that the uh, umbilical cord was like wrapped or was tied in a knot. You know, and they had no idea. And if they had tried to give birth, it would have killed. She or she would have been without oxygen. Maybe it would have killed her or caused it. So it's like that unknown aspect to it. It's not like it's not like with all the modern technology. It's like we've got a perfect view of everything the whole time. No, it's you know, still ri- like ridiculous huge, and barbaric. <laughs> yeah, there's just this huge unknown until pop, he's out, and now we know. And so that's what's creating the anxiety. Is not knowing exactly it's when it comes knowing. out. It's, it's what's going to happen down the road, and will you be able to do anything about it? Yeah, I have, yeah. See, I think... I don't have faith that the doctors and nurses, who do a great job, but... There's still limitations. I don't have faith that they, they actually really know everything uh, about what's happening. And they, they do their best. You know, they listen to the heart rate and everything. But like... This is what drives Tom Cruise to buy his own ultrasounds. Do you ever hear that? No. He was doing ultrasounds on Katie Holmes like five times a day. And they're like, Mr. Cruise, you're okay, not a that's, doctor. That's <laughs> and he's like, but I bought the ultrasound. I'll do what I want. I do my own stunts. <laughs> that's so, ridiculous. They need some sort of placebo... Thing project for you to work on that whatever data you enter yes. it, will, it will give you the result that everything's okay give daddy a game to play. it was like i gave my mom a bread maker one year for christmas and it drove her crazy because there was nothing to do you know they should, <laughs> do? They should and, give us one of those they just need a button on it say yeah. like reset and when the light comes on you push it and it does they need nothing. to give they need to give dads like a, a one of those strap-on backpacks with water bottles on them so it can make us feel like we have a job yes Call with the with the pickles Right. Like the dogs and Season God Whisper. Um, see, I think Daniel has some PTSD from Elliot's sure. birth. Yeah. Because I know that I do, but I've been like going to therapy like, and dealing with it. I had faith in. In, in the whole process. Everything, like the doctors and nurses, everything's great. And then suddenly, literally, he comes out and it's like, oh, holy shit, red alert. And it was like, what? This was going well. What are you talking Bad about? Red alert. Yeah. You know, and so like, oh, wait, you had no fucking idea. Well, when they broke my water, they knew there was meconium and there was See, all I wasn't those. In the room uh, yeah, I happened. know that like, you were sort of out of the I don't know how it happened that you were out of the loop, but you didn't know that. And then also there were all those extra people in the room because of that. And but but when but I there's also a lot of people in the room just when that happens, it's like you have the two nurses maybe and then your doctor. But there was like an extra squad team. And then suddenly there. like there's 18 people in the room. Oh, that was crazy. because of the oh, okay. meconium. But I mean, to their credit, as soon as it was red alert, they were on it 
and they did a great job, but but when they broke scary. my water and discovered meconium, I said, "Oh, what does that mean?" And they're like, "It means there'll be extra people in the room to huh. deliver." That is, and I was so out of it. Part of what it means, <laughs> I was so out of it. Part of what meconium it sounds like it's worth money. It does. Yeah. Right? You're like, "Oh, meconium, can we strain that out and sell <laughs> it to a pawn That's shop? a valuable resource in Avatar too. Yeah. Because I <laughs> unobtained meconium. Sort yeah. of like today when I didn't ask what are the risks. Like I was just like not totally present. Um, so I'm like, okay. And afterwards I was like, that is not what I was asking. Like not at all what I was asking. What does that mean? Yeah, exactly. By the way, what about like a sci-fi movie with aliens where meconium is? And so they have to scare babies in order to get them to poop in the womb. Oh. To mine the meconium. Is that what happens, by the way? Macon- yeah. Meconium scared. attacks. Yeah. yeah. Do, is that what happens? They get a little scared and go to poop. It's distress. Yeah, it's, it's some just, sort of something doesn't agree with them and then they poop. Oh. Well, it's distress. I think that usually yeah. if, they're, if they um, the aren't getting oxygen. oxygen or something. Oh. And they did have me breathing in oxygen, remember? Because they had the baby yeah. needed oxygen. But think of it this yeah. way. What's the worst thing that could happen is distress. So the less distressed everyone is, including dad... Then the yeah, more we'll be chill fine, everything will be. I get it though. It's pass, be able to pass, 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 pass it. Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck? Oh yeah, check out the garage. I think you need. Oh to. yeah, it's a big. Get the, get out of here, you motherfucker. <laughs> you need to work out some of this stress, and I know what would help you. Class pass. Are you familiar? Are you guys familiar with this? I love when a sponsor comes on the show. I love when a sponsor comes on the show, and it's something I've never heard of, and I'm like, that's amazing. But I especially love when a sponsor comes on the show, and I'm like, oh, this is an established thing that I am familiar with, and a ton of people I know swear by it. Um, so Class Pass is this all-access membership to over 14,000 of the best gyms and fitness studios oh, all yeah. over the world. Like a bunch of my friends stop joining gyms, and they just do Class Pass. In fact, I was at this wedding, and there was this group of women who were incredibly fit <clears throat> and fashionable, and all of them use a service where they rent their clothing, and they all do class pass. And I was like, that is wow. a lifestyle that I am not yet a part of, <laughs> but I should be, because they seem to have it all figured out. One thing that will kill your fitness goals in 2019 is boredom, because within a couple of weeks, you'll be sick of going to the same gym doing the same workout, not with class pass. Daniel, you can go where you want, when you want, how you want. ClassPass is everything you need to make working out fun. You can try new workouts and studios without the commitment to a single gym or overpaying for drop-ins. Yoga, strength training, spin, bar, even boxing. ClassPass gives you variety and the accountability you need to attend classes. They've got something for everyone near your work, near your house. ClassPass is everywhere. Monthly memberships start at, get this, $15. What? I know. I know. And you can cancel anytime. Mix it up and find the perfect studios and classes just for you. Get your first month free at classpass.com slash try slash Rosen. That's classpass.com slash try slash Rosen. Classpass.com slash try slash Rosen for your first month free. I've used ClassPass. Do you love it? Yeah. And then I start traveling too much. But I was going to yoga at like seven in the morning, different studios. It was great. Because then kind I didn't of, have to. It's ingenious. Yeah. You don't have to commit. Right. You're like, I don't like this place. Never have to come back. Do they, and they but, give you the sales pitch when you go? Nope. Nice. No. But 
you if you travel a lot, you could use it when you travel, right? You're just too busy when you travel. Yeah, I just land at like nine p.m. Right. in Hampton Inn, and then I'm up at three in the morning. <laughs> so plus, the Hampton Inn has a sweet gym that's free. So sweet, <laughs> you know. So you know, Hampton Inn, and that's I just want the Hampton Inn to sponsor my show. I talk about them too much. I stay there all the time. They got free coffee. Do you like the Hampton Inn? It's great. It's fine because some hotels like, like a free um, breakfast. What's an example of one? Like maybe I feel like some hotels have like some of them are motor inns and some of them are actually nice hotels. Mm -hmm. Hyatt's are all pretty nice though, right? I feel like there's a class of them that has really uh, grown in the last 10, 15 years that are like for just business travelers. Low, like the resident resident suites. Yeah, residents. I like those residents in, but there's like embassy suites and Hampton Inn, and like every chain has like that version, and they're everywhere. There's like a lot of lonely dads FaceTiming kids in the rooms. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, get They are kind of a lonely place. And oh, they all, sure. They yeah. are. But when you check in, you're like, I have my own tiny apartment with like a full kitchen. I'm into this. Yeah. That's me. Free coffee in the lobby. That's yeah. the best thing. Yeah. But yeah, I'm constantly on the road. So I, I don't have a normal life. But class pass, great. Love it. Did you ring in New Year's with Rachel Bloom of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? I did. Do tell, please, because I saw your Instagram story and I was like, what is oh, going on? It was, oh, wait, no, it wasn't New Year's. It was a, the, like the day before or something. Still. Maybe. It was around Christmas. Um, Yeah, she's she is friends with Kat Burns, who's been on your show, choreographer of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yes. Good friends. And so I know Rachel through that. And she's great. She likes science. She listens to my podcast, which was very surprising for me. I saw her name come on new patrons. And I was like, you don't have to be a patron of my podcast. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, yeah, she's she's great. And she's very funny. And she did tap dancing. Like she and Catherine did like a put on a show for all the grownups. Like they were like oh, six. Hilarious. It was great. Um, but yeah, I had a very, what did you guys do for New Year's? Nothing. Nothing. Yes. We great. did. We, I was <laughs> so in bed. No, no, no. We were awake at midnight, actually. We oh, yeah. Yeah. What were we doing? What, just watching TV? Yeah. Did you see that they dropped the ball and dropping the ball? No. no. Like, NBC, like, didn't get the shot of the ball dropping. <laughs> what? They were just, like, dicking around on some other shot. And we were like, did we, ha did we miss this? What do we, how did we miss that? And it was, like, the first year ever that someone, like, literally dropped the ball. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's and they just didn't get the shot they needed. We thought we were losing our minds. Like, are we crazy? <laughs> right. But yeah, I had a mellow one. What'd you do? I just went to Catherine Burns. We literally lit some sparklers with her parents, and I almost fell asleep in a deck chair. It was very mellow. I'm just getting, I'm getting to that point where I'm like, ugh, a party. Ugh. <laughs> Can't be bothered. A so, good yeah. New Year's party is fun, but I mean, the, the level of... Um, Prepare, preparation and everything that goes into it it's not worth it yeah and I've spent so many years chasing a good yes. New Year's Eve party yeah. that turned oh. out to either not exist or blow yeah no if you throw a New Year's party in LA people if everyone winds up there you throw in a good party but more than likely everyone's like oh yeah you know what? Gotta, they'll be texting and then they're like I promised my friend and like people bounce at 11.15 yeah. that means they're going to a better party mm -hmm. for the New Year yeah. Devastating. So many times too, you get to that party and then it's New Year's right away because you've been doing right. that so long. You ne you didn't settle in. I've been that dick that's party hopped. Oh, it's oh yeah, the worst. I've been that dick who was in the car trying to get to the party <laughs> oh, at midnight. Oh, I've totally done. And that. I've also been in the bathroom at midnight, oh. like putting on lip gloss and thinking 
it's going to be too hard to climb through that sea of people to find my <laughs> date here. So I'm just going to ride this one out in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. But I feel like this is how I, f- this is sad, but I just feel like all that stuff was so much more important when you had a crush on someone or when you were single. And I don't know. I mean, that was like such a, that's the main motivation for partying, right? Like Marie Kondo. Chasing someone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, know. for sure. I mean, out with someone. I don't think I ever chased anyone, but like the possibility of meeting someone is definitely, but like, I think I'd still enjoy a good New Year's party at my age. I just don't enjoy everything that goes into getting there. Mm-hmm. It's like if you could transport me there or have the party kind of surround me sort of spontaneously, (laughs) I would enjoy it. But the, you know, all the rigmarole, I'm not. I want two things. I want a good charcuterie platter. Yeah. Mm. And then I want to disappear into a hole in the earth at (laughs) 12.05 and then just wind up at home again. Mm. Also, a cooler full of LaCroix would be nice. Those are Mm -hmm. my demands for my next New Year's party. Are you friends with Cool Up? Yeah. I mean, I don't get invited to her parties, but I know yeah. her. <laughs> well, nor do I, but... Cool up, call me. Charcuterie. She does charcuterie she plates. She mm. posts Instagram photos of her charcuterie plates. That's what I'm woman about. is a She's a witch and an artist. She is. Yeah. Um, do you have an instant pot? Fuck, no, I don't. I don't either. I hear that... I hear... Okay, have you... Do you follow... As long as we're talking that. Do you follow M. Henderson? Emily Henderson? She no. does Who style that? stuff. She she's like an interior designer and stylist. She her. an influencer. She's very much an influencer. She's very good at it. Sorry. Um, she's on a soup kick, and frankly, I've been transfixed by it. I'm finding myself eating with the more soup. Pot? Not with a pressure pot, but she did a post about it, and she's like, an instant pot isn't instant because you have to heat it up for 20 minutes, right. And then dump your shit into it. But anyway, she's on a real soup kick. And I wait, is she anti instant pot? Then? I think so. Do you have one? No, I don't know. I don't what have do one. I don't have one. I gave one to my sister for Christmas, and I was om- I almost bought two at once, like mm-hmm. one for me, one for her. And then I thought, no, I'm just going to buy one, and you know, if I if I really want to get one later, I will. But uh, her test. I don't it. know. People are. Yeah, I know. That's my plan. Um. It's just like but a modern day are, crock pot or something. Yeah. Right? It's like 10 gadgets in one. People are super, super into them. But I don't know that I want to cook the stuff they're cooking in them. I don't know. Jeff, are you aware of Instant Pots? I'm super aware of them. Okay. Everybody's talking about them yes. and pressuring me to get one. By the way, they're not a sponsor for anyone who's what, like, <laughs> why? Are, this is the longest read. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even know all of what they do. I know that. You can use it as a rice cooker. You can use it as a pressure cooker and things like yogurt that. Yogurt maker. You can make eggs in it. Yeah, not that I would ever make yogurt. I know, me neither. So, I've never... Know. It's not like, oh, good, I can finally throw away my yogurt maker because yeah. this gadget does it. Yeah, I think for me, all of the things that it does I'd, aren't a big deal to me, except I have always wanted a pressure cooker. So it's supposed... For what? You can You can make cook meat in beans it. in it and meat and stews and all kinds of stuff. I don't know. Okay, like a like a long rib situation, like fall off the bone thing. Yeah, I just supposed to make never, really really tender food. I've never found myself with a bunch of dried beans being like, I need to get these in my mouth quicker. <laughs> get some fucking canned beans. Same. Yeah, I hate crunching on uncooked beans because you don't have time. <laughs> yeah, I I don't have a lot of uh, dried legumes you know around I mean? my house. Yeah, I'm not just like I'm just so horny for these beans. I need them in half the time. That doesn't happen for me and ever. I, also also don't cook a lot of meat. Me I don't, and I don't like I don't love the taste of uh, pot roast. 
you know. I actually okay. think it tastes pretty good. Uh-huh. That, I do think one thing about a crock pot, I like that it's like later days, dude. I'll be back in nine hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to think about it. Yeah, it's yeah. also a slow cooker. It's a fast cooker and a slow cooker. Yes, yeah, so you already have a crock pot rice maker. I basically have everything that it does except for pressure cooker and then i just thought well why don't i just buy a pressure cooker although i'm or also interested you could get rid of all those things and just That's have the true. one what but would kind condo of, do oh my god none of that yeah. <laughs> well it's hard to say because you would be pan. getting rid of a lot of things yeah. but then you're actually gaining one thing right i'm also interested in the air fryer i'm hearing a lot of positive yes. talk about them but i saw one over the break and it's gigantic so i don't know <laughs> if they're all gigantic but it's it's not small right so you have to figure out where are you going to put that? That's a little bit my problem with the Instant Pot. Is, is it that big? It's fairly big. Yeah. It's not... Well, there was one that's um, like a mini one, but then you can't... Yeah, that's for like one to two people. Maybe that would be good for you unless you want a lot of leftovers. Listen, don't, don't make this sad. <laughs> I know. I want the mini one though. I'm like, I'll just, I'll just cook twice or something. Because the one that's like family size. I have friends who know. Food for her family. <laughs> I know. Jesus. Yeah, it's it's, it's like, like mom, mom. What's for big. dinner? Well, I made myself some soup, so y'all are on your own. I hard boiled one egg. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I just I've never needed to make yogurt. Yeah, yogurt's so readily available. I know, just something you know. It's like the hassle of making yogurt is so much greater than yeah. the convenience of buying it. But you're also talking to a woman that has a vat of kombucha untouched. Un- I, I you started- made it yourself? Yes, and then I'm too afraid to drink it. So now I'm just having a standoff with it, and now I feel like it's sentient, so I don't want to just throw it away. <laughs> is is there that big like pod in there? Is that what you think is sentient? Like a yes, this pota- it's like a platter, but it's also a placenta at the same time. Yes, you need to hug it and see if it makes you tingle, <laughs> and if not, then you thank it for its service and get. Goodbye. Get over yourself, Marie Kondo. Wait, why are you afraid? I, I don't know a lot about kombucha. Okay. All I know is I received a bottle as a sample and then I read it and it said that like pregnant women shouldn't drink it. Oh. Um, but why are you afraid of, of it? What could be wrong with it? Well, first off, I'm going to go on record and say I love a booch. I love kombucha. A kombucha margarita. Very good. Some kombucha, a little tequila, a little bit of squeeze of lime, a little cayenne. And it tastes like vinegar, right? A little bit. But I mean, not in a bad way. It's tangy. It's tangy and fermented. But I was like, Hmm. so I got this bottle of kombucha and it had a little little wisp of a mother in it. That's what it's called, like the the goopy goop. Yeah, it's narnar. They need to come up with a different name. (laughs) It's so barf. Yeah, there's a better name for that in home brewing. They call it trub. (laughs) <laughs> that's better i think it's much more attractive <laughs> and it is trub trub is burnt and that's yeast it's sort of yeah it's a yeast it's like a yeasty colony. protein something. yeah it's real much like a loogie and so oh, when you God. yeah like very very similar so when you get one in your kombucha you're like i've been blessed also i've been cursed so i had a pretty big one is that a one. thing in the booch community i think so okay. but i was like let's see if i can cultivate this and so i brewed up some yeah (laughs) pretty much i feel like it's mad at me because i've just i took it and i put it in a big jar full of sugar water which is like tea and and white sugar you put together you mix it up that's what it prefers and then you just i was like oh that is sentient yeah preference it does because i used brown sugar at first like no it's white sugar is more available and then i just was like all right catch you later like a crock pot but like so extended and then um it just started growing and growing 
and I've never drank it. I just don't know what to do with it. Did it start growing and growing like the amount of liquid you started with? Is there more now or there's just more mother in there? Less liquid, more mother. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. And I know sign language. I don't even know how that happens. Does it have a face? (laughs) No, but it does have a mind. (laughs) Why? It smells a lot like a ball sack. (laughs) (laughs) Like if you've ever... Like, think back to your 20s about bad decisions you've made. And yeah. you're like, how did I wind up here with this? Mm-hmm. That's what it smells like. Hmm. Yeah. And you don't want to drink it, you say. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. But wait, what is what is good kombucha smell like? Kind of like that, but fresher. <laughs> like my ball sack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they can suck my nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at my balls. Pretty much. I oh, mean, it's man. got you a ripeness. Really can selling. Can eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a. If someone is in LA and wants to take my mother <laughs> yeah. off my hands, please tweet at me, and I will meet up with you in like a big lots parking lot, and I will hand this thing off. So this to you. mother can then be do more <laughs> that, so like it continues on in its life. Yeah, is it yeah. like sourdough where there's like yes. one original? Yeah. Sourdough. And I feel like someone who just got involved with crime and like suddenly they they're like, I'm in over my head. How do I right. get out of this? You're like Walter White. Yes. Is yeah. there is there like a ranch where they take mother <laughs> mothers with it? <laughs> this is like, this is like Frankenstein the book. You've created a monster and now you're neglecting it, and that's when it goes crazy. I think it just skims the surface of a pond, like a big rubbery lily pad, and the pond is made of tea and sugar. That's what happens in the ranch. Now <laughs> What would happen if you... I mean, first of all, how would you even dispose of it? I don't know. I think you have to call a priest. <laughs> yeah. I think you have to bury it, like a legal burial. I think you have to fill out a desk. You have to get a permit. Like, would you sure. Would yeah. you put it in the trash or would you put it down the garbage disposal, which would be like really It screams if you put it down the, vo- <laughs> the garbage disposal. I think I've heard of someone having a ceremony before putting it down the garbage disposal. I think someone told me about a friend who who felt so guilty after the service that her mother had given her that oh she my God. Had, she had like a Daniel. Let's never do this. But so, what's the health <laughs> benefit of of kombucha? Probiotics? Question mark. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's like a it's a microbiome. Yeah, microbiome fortification. Hmm. But I don't know. I mean, I've had a funeral for a praying mantis, so I feel like I should at least have some respect. Mm. By the way, you're on Mantis Watch right now. Yeah, I am. I looked at that picture. You <laughs> get, explain what the picture is, but I just have to say, I looked at that and I'm like, I love her so much. We could not be more different people. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. I was so delighted. I, I should apologize. I'm the one who... You hate nature. Hates, you yeah. hate nature. I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I had a praying mantis and uh and years ago she's dead now and her what name was her name? Mirabelle. Mm. I fed her one too many mealworms in a twenty four hour period and did her you feed her any husbands. I did not. No, she was uh she was celibate. Oh, yeah, she was okay. the uh, she was like a nun. Wait, so. she died because you fed her too many mealworms. Yeah, she wanted a second one, and I was like, get a girl. And I think that maybe she just was like, oh fuck, and died. It can happen. Oh. <laughs> How did she indicate to you that she wanted a second one? She was rubbing her hands together like... Yeah, Pretty maybe. much. <laughs> she ate one, and then the next day I was like, you hungry again? And she's like, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, I'm going to go get some, uh, get a burrito. And then I came back, and she's like, yeah, I'm dead, man. Oh. I cried so hard. Oh. I cried so hard. Because oh. I was like, here I was, woman in my late 30s, living in an apartment... <laughs> I was like, at least there's one living thing in here with me, and it's a bug, yeah. and I fucking killed it. 
And I was like, oh, <laughs> man. You don't just think it was her time? Yeah, they don't live that long. Could have been that. She definitely died early, though. They're pretty big. I feel like a praying mantis knows how to regulate what it eats. It's not like a goldfish where they'll eat till they die, right? I mean, praying mantises, mantai, are out in the world. Right. Yeah, I think... It was a bit of a smorgasbord. Mm. I think it was a little bit of a of a seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would like what? Just me. you say yeah. that, but if you if you gave me like a uh, a palette of Ben and Jerry's right now, and you just left it in this room, you'd find me tomorrow dead in here. I wouldn't be able to control myself. So I get it. I mean, she didn't have to hunt much for the food. It's not like she was climbing around trees and metabolizing things. She was just like, "Fuck yeah, man." So I think I went on some boards and I found enough information to implicate myself. And so I take responsibility. But I still have her body and I had an open casket Were you shamed funeral. by the mantis community? Like I was. And I got nothing nothing but sympathy. Like, hey, oh. man, we all overfeed our first mantis. <laughs> but I had a, a Wait, funeral. Wait, you still have her body? Yeah, she's just kind of in a, in a cupboard. <laughs> it's in- still in her coffin. <laughs> Okay. But I had a an open casket funeral. The hashtag was RIP Rang Mantis. So mm-hmm. if anyone ever wants to know what that looks like, a bug funeral. But it was good. Everyone dressed in black. We played Bauhaus and stuff. Sweet. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I saw an Uuthiko, which is an egg case on a branch. And they, they look kind of like a... They look like someone uh, had some gum, some brown gum, and stuck it on a branch, but it's hard. Anyway, there's tons of babies Looks like there. something out of Alien... How yeah. big is this Uthika? Um, it's like size of a quarter. Okay. It's got a spine. It has a spine, I know. They just poop them out like a frosting. Did no. you look this up, Daniel? No, I looked at the picture that she posted. This is a visual, but Allie has such a smile on her face. No, right I'm so excited. My <laughs> branch is expecting. So I've told the story before, but I'll tell it again because it's romantic. Uh when Daniel and I were first dating. We approached his apartment door and on like the the siding or the case or whatever of the door, there was like a little bug sack Ooh. that had like a little wormy coming out of it. And he went, ugh, nature's so gross. And I was like, this is the man for me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this thing was so nasty. Because any guy you would meet online would not claim that. They'd claim that they're like a spontaneous adventurer who loves the outdoors. <laughs> But he was like happy to let Before me know. Before I met you, I had a minute on dating sites and it was like every single profile was like, I love the outdoors hiking, and hiking. outdoors. Like, outdoors. no, you fucking don't. <laughs> I, was, I couldn't oh, lie like that. Wait, what site were you, were you, what sites were you on? I don't even remember. I may have done Match and one other. Oh, Dequants on God. Snappy. I <laughs> but I didn't really fill everything out. Would love to see your profile. No, I didn't, I didn't complete it. Cause I, I was don't just care. like, I quit at the like, Going through other people's stage. Oh, so you never made a profile? No, I. What was half your head? What was your headline? I half made it. Oh, I don't have any memory. Uh-huh. I, I oh, they can it. suck my nuts. I bet if you went on, you could probably still. It's probably yes, yeah. Please. Oh my god, yeah. I've never yeah. wanted anything more. <laughs> it's probably that password you use for all this stuff that like is like t- tier three security. Right, tier three pre- password. Yeah, yeah. You um, should hop on there, do some screen. We got to go on match. That's hilarious. Well, I mean. I can't imagine it's still up. But it might be. It might be. <laughs> I want this more than anything I've ever wanted. Anniversary present. Yeah, our anniversary's yeah, I'll, coming up. I'll look. I'll Are you going to give her it. a push present or what? What's the deal with those? Oh, what's it? You mean push her like off a cliff? <laughs> no, a, a push present is this disgusting term. I'm going to guess no, given that. Yeah, reaction. given that. <laughs> it's this disgusting term that's used in People magazine mm-hmm. where it's like, 
And for her push present, a sapphire ring. And it's like a thing that a man gives to a woman after she pushes a baby out of her groin. Oh. And it's like, here, I got you a bracelet from Tiffany. Yeah. And it's like, thanks. I don't think we did anything. We we didn't do gifts for Elliot, did we? Well, it's not it's not a we doing gifts. First of all, yeah, it's oh, a you getting a gift did for I? me. You did not. I didn't even. Okay. I've never heard of that. I know. I would have made you aware if it was something that I wanted you to do. But you know what I want as your my push present. I want to see your profiles. Please. Yes. You my know, work here is done. I know I'm just a dude, but is push present the least? Romantic term. Yeah. Like, it is. Like, yeah. You could call it a trub like present. A grunt and present. That would be better. <laughs> Grunch. Yeah. A push present. A grunt gift. Yeah. A yeah. grunt gift. I mean, I Here, agree. I know that you had to get a stitch in your perineum. Mm-hmm. Here's a ring. I, I don't. I don't object to the idea of giving a gift for that. Mm. I just never heard of it, and so I, it, I'm so focused on the baby and everything, and, and honestly, her as well. But the idea of like thanking her with a gift didn't occur to me although it's okay like as well, i no, said but I, I think that like honestly i mean what you went through and are going to go through deserves that for real like it's fucking incredible yeah so get on those sites but yeah. uh so i don't want <laughs> you to think like i'm like password. hey you don't deserve it. it's just the kind of thing where you're just so zeroed in on this crazy thing that's about to happen and then oh my god the baby's here that it just it's not the kind of thing that uh that occurs to you. again. If I had had my eye on something and was like, "Ooh, that would be a good push present or whatever," I I would have I would have put it on your radar. But also, yes, if it, it it's like if that's what you need, let me know for me to know that I'm grateful for everything that you're doing and everything. But like as far as gifts go, we didn't really do anything for Christmas either. Right? Like, your vagina a, was huge. <laughs> <laughs> Just. Crack into that old match.com. Yeah. I know. It might have been eHarmony. I can't remember which well, ones. Well, both of them still exist. Yep. Was there a third one at the time? Like, oh, yeah. There's school like. School of Fish or something? Or? Plenty of yeah. Fish. Okay, Cupid. I'm not sure. Did, oh, okay maybe it was okay, Cupid. Oh, I was on okay, Cupid for like a minute. Yeah. I don't know. It was like, it. I was so, I was so barely on it. Although I did get like messages and stuff, but I was, I never responded because it was just anal. Yeah. That. that <laughs> That's right. Well, you know Try it out. I think you'll like it. Well, uh, you know what? Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. Non-intimidating. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers, that's kind of me, to invest for the first time with true confidence. It's simple and intuitive. It's got a clear design with data presented in an easy-to-digest way. Um, it's great because other brokerages charge up to like $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. You can trade stocks and keep all of your profits and it's great for newcomers. It's also great for people who, uh, already know what they're doing, but especially if you are new to this, you can learn it's how to invest. It's not intimidating. It's super yes. intuitive to use. They give you update. Like if you have an interest Daniel's in into it. Yeah. If you have an interest in a particular stock and you sort of look at it, they'll send you updates and, and then they'll send you like news so you can kind of keep up on it and it's right good. you learn how to invest as you build your portfolio robin hood is giving listeners a free stock like apple ford or sprint to help build your portfolio sign up at allison.robinhood.com that's allison.robinhood.com allison.robinhood.com okay i believe it is time 
Yeah, Robinhood's one I used before they became a sponsor, too. Yeah. I love that. Uh, it is time for just me or everyone. But first, <laughs> I like to keep Jeff on his toes. First, I want to tell... But first... Bubba, Bubba, <laughs> He's sitting there with those drumsticks. But, but first, I want to tell you guys. Um, so... I have t- there's three different Allison Rosen is your new best friend t-shirts right now. And one of them you can only, I always tell people to go to AllisonRosen.com, uh, because that's where you can get all the t-shirts. And one of them is only available there, but the other two are available on my website and they're also available via ComedyFilmNerds.com. Um, if you buy them on my website, I think it takes you to Comedy Film Nerds, but, and com- the Comedy Film Nerds, guys are having a sale on merch and there's a special promo code for my t-shirts and that promo code is snuggle as in snuggleberries (laughs) so from now through march if you go if you want to buy either of those shirts she's my snuggleberry go to (laughs) comedyfilmnerds.com go through the menu and like find the allison residence your new best friend shirts and if you use the promo code snuggle you will get 20 percent off uh, but don't forget to also go to AllisonRosen.com because there's like plenty of stuff that'll catch your eye. My book, ringtones, that other t-shirt, uh, lap- lapel, logo pins that you can oh. stick on your lapel, like all sorts of stuff. Okay, now let's do Just Mirror, everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me? Or everyone. <laughs> okay. Nina Hartley says, love wasting time watching news or game show bloopers on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I love watching bloopers, bloopers but I never time. seek them out. They always just come to me. The golden age for bloopers was really the 80s. I mean, that's when you had shows on that were dedicated to bloopers. Then you had America's Funniest and... I think we've really there's we're due for a renaissance of bloopers. I think. Yeah, I mean, you're correct. Yeah, I mean, I feel like people think, yeah, they're on YouTube, and you can seek them out, but we need a blooper sort of uh, resurgence. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. was candid camera? Was that that wasn't bloopers? No, though, that was like pranks. pranks. Yeah, that was gentle pranks. That right. was good-hearted American. Right. It wasn't like. I wonder if they'd even be funny now. Now that we're used to like hardcore pranks. Right. Right. Oh, the door handle. Yeah. Goes the other way. Right. Yeah. It's like <laughs> like kicking someone hard in the nuts versus like this kid just said Pascetti. Yeah. <laughs> was there a show that was just bloopers? Oh yeah. Was it called TV's Bloopers? Bloopers and Practical Jokes yeah. hosted by bloopers, a band and Bloopers, Dave. Bleeps and Blunders. Yeah, it oh. was Yeah, why don't they have those anymore? It I only ran for like fourteen seasons. Because it's all on YouTube. But I feel like um you need it to be shows. curated, though. Right? You need a curated set of the best of the yeah, best. You, right. you kind of have shows like Tosh and, um, you know, there there was like... But that's not bloopers. Well, no, but it, yeah. it's like that kind of show will have stuff that's sort of blooperish. Right. Um, I feel like you could do that format with bloopers again. But yeah, you have uh, America's Funniest. Was that's it breaking the fourth wall too much to see like Magnum P.I. like, whoops, spilled his <laughs> right. cup of coffee right in the take? I love that stuff. I that's love like it. That's like my favorite when any like DVD extras that have that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Really the best are the news ones because yes. you get the live craziness and they have to adapt. Remember that one the- where the guy's like, keep fucking that chicken. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. 
What? What? Did you I ever know, see that? I don't know, but there's that? the guy that had the bee oh, fly in his mouth. Up. Do you know? Yeah. I've seen remember. it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was a bee fly in his mouth? I feel like he was, he was, you know, reporting from some farm or something to bee flew in his mouth. Just the other day, my friend Hannah sent me a, one of a woman's uh, getting knocked over by a goat, and she said that she had, I think she had, like, close to an asthma attack when she first saw it, like, just playing it on repeat. She was laughing so hard. Yeah. While Jeff looks for that, I will take this opportunity. On Fox 5 Sky Guardian, and then check that seven day to make your weekend like plans. It. Takes a tough man to make a tender forecast, Nick. And I guess that's me. <laughs> Keep fucking that chicken. <laughs> okay, I'll do All that. right, when we continue, the loss symbol has found <laughs> lots of... Was it really or did it just sound like it? I mean, maybe it was... <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Can you play that again? I need to hear that again. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what words you would have said that would have come <laughs> out. so bizarre. Because yeah. it's not like any of the words... Mixed up, or I don't know. <laughs> so Fox 5 Sky Guardian, and then check that seven day to make your weekend like plans. It. Takes a tough man to make a tender forecast, Nick. And I guess that's me. Uh, yeah. Keep fucking that chicken. <laughs> okay, I'll do All that. right, before we continue, the lot of chicken. Yeah, yeah. Keep fucking that chicken. Maybe you better keep checking that forecast. Yeah. I was talking about a tender forecast right. like a tender chicken. So it's like he he must have meant like he was trying to do a parody of that Purdue commercial where it was like it, t- it takes a tough man to make a tender chicken. Oh Maybe my Which, God. this reminds me of a story. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I how is this chicken so tender? Oh, I just fucked the shit out of it. <laughs> my grandfather used to work on the railroad, and he ran into Frank Purdue on a train, and you know he's he was that like grizzled old. Yeah, chicken guy. And one of his buddies that worked on the train went up to him and said, "Hey, Mister uh, Mister Purdue, I've seen your commercials for those uh, tender roaster chickens, and I thought maybe you could give me a couple, and uh, my wife will cook them, and she'll let you know how they came out." And he said, Frank Purdue gave him like two Mississippi and turned to him and said, "I have a better idea. Why don't you go shit in your hat?" <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I like that. I guy. hope he did. <laughs> he did. He took a big poop in his hat. I feel like that would be a terrible thing to have to see and witness. If Purdue would be like, wait, this is a punishment for me. I'm- yeah. He's like, I wanted this and I got it. And I don't like it. Does it say who, the name of the guy, the newscaster? Yeah, Ernie Anastas. Okay. It was in. Um, Channel 5, Fox in New York. Mm. Yeah, I remember there being a lot of stories about it at the time. It's funny Fox because that's like Guardian, and then if you watch check that it, seven day to make your weekend like plans. It. Takes a tough man to make a tender forecast, Nick. And I guess that's me. <laughs> Keep fucking that chicken. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. Right. That's how the, the weather guy seems already uncomfortable before he says that. Yeah. Like, he's like, like oh, I guess he's like trying to play it off. He's like, takes a tender man to go, yeah. you know, do a tender. He's like, oh, I guess that's me. And he's like, keep fucking that chicken. <laughs> he's, it's almost like he's bullying him or something. For people here in LA, there's, I don't know the name of the newscaster, but on Channel 2 CBS here in Los Angeles, when they do the like, ha <laughs> rap thing before they go into Colbert on, right, at 1130 at night, there's the guy. I think he's the weathercaster. And so the two newscasters, they're pretty jovial. And they inevitably are just like, ha, ha, ha. And then they kind of turn and pause to him. And he always says something fucked up. <laughs> he always says something like, yeah, well, blah, blah, blah. And, they, and they just kind of look at each other silently. Like, okay, okay, Ted, take it easy. We're going to almost every night. It's awesome. They're like, uh, I got to check that out. Hey, so do you guys believe the Holocaust happened? Okay, cut to. Oh, God. <laughs> 
You guys, I need to talk to you about ritual vitamins. Allie knows these well. Yeah, minty. Takes them. Yep. That's right. They're beautiful. Taken- Again, the beauty of a vitamin is not what you sh- the not the reason you should buy it. However, it's a nice perk with a great vitamin. They have like a beadlet in oil formulation. But why shouldn't it be beautiful? Why shouldn't it be? That's right. We've all been taking ugly vitamins yeah. in the past. Ritual Essential for Women is the multivitamin reimagined. These are vitamins by skeptics for skeptics. Um, basically, the creator of this vitamin was like, we're all really curious and tuned into where the, in, in like all of our foods, where the ingredients comes from from and where they're sourced we don't know anything about these vitamins that we're taking we don't know where each particular ingredient comes from and also a lot of vitamins have like a lot of stuff you don't need and they don't have the stuff that you need not ritual ritual has exactly what you need and it doesn't have anything you don't need from d3 to omega-3 ritual essential for women fills the gaps in a woman's diet all with a fresh minty flavor and no fishy aftertaste um, and it's a, it's a subscription that's easy to start and it's easy to snooze. It's only a dollar a day to have all the essential nutrients your body needs delivered every month. Better health doesn't happen overnight. Start your year with Essential for Women, a small step that helps, helps create a healthy foundation for 2019 and beyond. Visit ritual.com slash Rosen to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash Rosen. Easy to start and easy to what? Snooze. What does that mean? means you can pause it. Oh. Yeah, maybe you got behind a little bit. Got a couple of Got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Happens. Let's continue with Just Me or Everyone. Yeah, see what I did there? It, you tricked me. Beck says, <laughs> I love babies, but whenever I see new parents posting sweet pictures of their new babies, uh-oh, uh-oh, it's yawn time. Yeehaw. It's yawn o'clock. <laughs> Uh, I have aggressive pregnancy yawns. Ooh, mm-hmm. a little oxygen. That's right. Sometimes when I need to yawn, I really need to right now. And it's often when Daniel's talking. Um, but whenever I see new parents posting sweet pictures of their new babies, jeez, can I get through this without a yawn attack? I don't know. By the know. way, this is nothing personal person who wrote this tweet. Right. You know what? Maybe cut out <laughs> everything till I get it right. <laughs> Bex says, I love babies, but whenever I see new parents posting sweet pictures of their new babies, talking about how in love with them they are, I can't help but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. We need a bloopers reel. Well, now I have to leave it in. I know. (laughs) I don't know why it's coming over me. (laughs) (laughs) Someone else has to read this one. Who has good eyes here? I'll read it. Okay. Okay. It's, It's the top left. All right, Bex. Uh, love babies, but whenever I see new parents posting sweet pictures of their new babies, talking about how in love with them they are, I can't help but think, are they going to grow up and probably... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Treat you... You good? I'm good. <gasps> are they going to... And they're going to grow up and probably treat you like shit at some point. Aww. Oh. Got it. So... People are like, I love my baby, I love my baby. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, they're going to fucking steal your car and call you a bitch. I sometimes think that. Like, you know, every baby... So, especially in, like, baby groups where you see a bunch of babies together mm. and you think, you know, odds are, you know, not all of these babies are going to end up being this delightful in 13, oh. 15 years, you know? like, And then you... 
that can be an amusing thought. It can also be a sad thought. You know? Yeah. I don't think about that specifically. What I think about is Elliot and his brother will get together and like complain. <laughs> well, hopefully not. Well, one day. One yeah. Day. But, um, and complain about us. Oh, I and know. like have inside jokes about like silly things so that we do. If and it was, if, if it was just Elliot, um, I know his only child, the, there's like kind of less of that, right? Because you, it's just you. And the kid, the kid might have critical thoughts of mom and dad, but it's when you have the sibling, and it's like, yeah, you, there's goes mom again, and they can kind of team up and know about the parents a right, little, right? Because somebody better. else can relate to it, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. And so they, they can talk about it. So, so yeah, they can do sure. their personal JMOs about yeah. you guys yes. to yeah. each other. Yes, yeah. um, and also he'll probably be in therapy, bitching about us, um, which is. It's it's just weird to think about that because. Well, do you think about what they will be in therapy about? No, not yet. Probably, like oh, my mom's star shines so bright there wasn't room for me, (laughs) you know, and like she, whenever she capped everyone's attention was always on her, and it was hard to grow up in that shadow. (laughs) Okay, it'll be. (laughs) What do you think it'll be? Uh, it'll be, oh, my mom was oh. so overprotective. No. I feel like I'm pretty relaxed. I really don't know. It's so early. It, <laughs> it's. <laughs> I think they'll complain that neither one of our parents like nature. Like all the other oh my God. My greatest fear is that it'll be like. Why don't we ever go camping, Daddy? I'll take him camping. Oh, my God. No. I'll teach him how to use a hatchet. Uncle Allie will do it. <laughs> I, th- my fe- I would do it. I would end up... I'm going to end up being like in the freaking Cub Scouts. You know, like yes. a scout leader or something. Taking kids out camping. What is your feeling about camping? Because last night at the dinner, the same... That very one where I wanted to take off my bra, we were talking about camping and I have very good memories of camping as a kid. Camping um, was really fun until I hit a certain age, and I'm not sure when it turned. Um, now, when I go camping, last I had spent a while. It's been was like it when you got stranded years. in the Grand Canyon? Maybe <laughs> right. was it somewhere around that era that hmm. it hmm. turned for you? Yeah, when you had to start where it started. Yes, you <laughs> did. You guys had to stay in a Finnish man's <gasps> oh, hotel room oh, and have a soup bite. No, that wasn't really <laughs> camping. That was that actually was like a motel. But um, actually, the Grand Canyon. I forgot about that story. Uh, is is a lot of it's a lot of fun to go camping down there. But. Um, I just get scared of bears and drifters now. Mm. I don't know. I, maybe I've become more just paranoid of people and aware of the dangers. Whereas when you're little, I mean, my greatest fear was like werewolves and vampires. I wasn't afraid of real things. That's, so That's like bears and drifters are like the real world the real versions world. of yeah. those yes. too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I don't know. Like I, the last time I went camping, we were outside of Sedona um, and I ended up just leaving the tent and getting in the car on the car. You left the tent? You got in the car and drove away. I just couldn't get to sleep. I was like so convinced a bear was going to, or one of the weirdos, bears and weirdos. Who were you with? My dad and my little brothers. Um, 
They were fine, snoozing it up. Well, you know what? That probably was the bigger thing. They were all snoring. It was a snore cacophony in there. Oh, oh I and know. So, you should for anyone who's like, but you just said you were only child, and now you're talking about brothers. Oh, you should my, explain. My dad had kids late in life, and oh. so like when I was 17, he adopted he, kids. Yeah, and so like I grew up an only child. That more like an uncle to them. Um, yeah, it, relationally leaves them in the woods. In the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, you're on your own, kids. Yeah. Allie, is there anything yeah. in nature that gives you the heebie-jeebies? That's a good question. Um, snakes don't freak me out at all. Um, I mean, I've walked face first into spider webs and I haven't liked it, but I'm pretty cool with spiders. I'm trying to think of the grossest thing in nature. I can't even think of... I mean, I know there's something. I mean, sure, no one likes to get eviscerated by a grizzly. It doesn't sound fun. Now, I know you like bugs, but what about a cockroach? Hate a fucking cockroach. Yeah. Hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them. Are em. you like freaked out by them? Grossed out by yeah. them? Yeah. Like if I see them out, if I were in Madagascar and there were like a hissing cockroach on a tree, I'd be like, what's up, little buddy? But I was uh, in a parking lot and there was a bush just teeming with them. Mm. And I was like, if there's one in my house, I will kill it. Just set yeah. the place on fire. Yeah. And I'll just... Do you go camping? Woods. Yeah, I love it. I haven't been in a while, but I've been camping alone as a lady and even as a person who's like been mugged by people. Um, That's pretty brave. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I I think I just figure like if you're going to drive this, you're going to drive this far to rob me. Like, but I mean, I, I... See, my fear isn't the people that would come get you. It's the people that are there. Oh, they just, they just want to commune with it. They just want to have a lantern and play some pinochle. Aren't you aware of Clamatos. Do they tend to hang Drifters out? Drifters come in out of the wilderness and then wander back into the wilderness. You're way more likely to get killed by your significant other than you are by a drifter. So, like, check who's in bed next Allie, to you. Allie, don't put ideas in his head <laughs> or mine. Though <laughs> it's true, like you're. Yeah. I just feel like you have to assess the risks, and I feel like we love to like look and watch things and be like, "Drifters are out to get you all the time." I did know a girl who was murdered by a drifter. You be, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Who went to oh, high no. school? Oh with no, her. I did know that. Yeah, oh, well, know, there sorry. you go. Daniel, have you ever been a drifter? They found her arms in a dumpster. Wow, they no. never are found you her. Serious? Yeah, Jesus awful. Christ, I'm sorry. Yikes. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. That's I think legitimate. that the, the 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 drifter quota in Tucson is higher, probably oh. than out here. Yeah. But there are certain, um, yeah. You just got to go. You got to go on that website that gives you like the the drifter quotients mm. for the regions. Oh, and it's then, uh, drifter d r i f t r r dot com. They have an app too. No vowels. Yeah, and so that'll help. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that makes an imprint for sure. You know yeah, what? You know what weird. solves all this? Glamping. Mm. Mm-hmm. Something with some doors. You know, when so I would go camping with my dad and we always had a tent and there was always the f- the people that came with their like camper. Mm-hmm. And we'd be like, oh, those people aren't doing it right. And now I'm just like, you guys are heroes. Yeah, they know what's up. They got locks. Oh my gosh. That is the way. I would love to do that. If you want to do something that's sort of like a camper except that it's um you can't travel in it you just go to a hotel Mm. right it is stationary but it's more comfortable i suspect there will be camping trips with me and the boys that mom opts out of that's cool. well if there are going to be camping trips with you and the boys i yes that's right maybe it depends i don't know i think what we might do is just rent (laughs) rent a cabin or something 
Yeah. yeah, go somewhere where you have to rent a yurt and it's just expensive enough where no drifter's going to deal with it, you know? I yeah. went They don't to, hang around yurts a lot. Yeah. I went to Zion National Park with my mom and my sister twice and we stayed in a cabin and I loved it. There are places you can go where they really like there's a low risk of drifters. So, for example, the Grand Canyon, they have the um campsite at the bottom if you hike down the Bright Angel Trail and there's a campsite but there's also a uh, some cabins. And that's a lot of fun if you do that. I r- highly recommend that. Just do it right. But I'm sure if you see any bugs, though, ever, text me. Send me a picture. There was a daddy long legs in my shower this morning. Ooh. Should I have taken a picture for you? Nah. I mean... Does it, it dime a dozen? A little bit. But yeah, I mean, you can always tell it I say hi, though. Yeah, it was on the ceiling. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to take my shower, but I'm going to keep my eye on you. I don't and mind I did daddy the whole long legs. They, they seem... Um, Spindly? They seem nice to me. I'm not afraid of them. I usually feel bad if I get rid of them. Because they're so like... They're like the awkward, you know, tall guy of the spider world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're just like, whoa! They're always like kind of almost falling over. And mm-hmm. They do this thing in the wild where they get together in mass and these huddle together and it looks like feathery hair and then someone touches it and it's thousands of daddy long legs what do they really? do are they just huddling for warmth yeah, or protection and whatever but you're like why is that rock so hairy and then someone will poke it and they'll scatter i know it's pretty great i forget what they're called like opalonas or something but yeah it's horrifying if you see it you'll instantly just start you'll start shredding your skin with your fingernails it's <laughs> horrifying but it's also great you know what i don't what never has struck me as safe, this really is something you guys were saying a moment ago, um, that thing of like, I'm driving, I'm tired, I'm just going to pull over and take a nap. Oh. oh. Is that safe, do you think? I don't think no. so. Okay. No. That, so then that that's why it doesn't strike me as safe, because no. it's not. Because they always say like in terms of- Well, it's better than getting into right. an accident. But still, I've never, I've never done that. Be- and there's been times that I've wanted to, not lately. I don't find myself... It depends on where you are. If you're like... But back in the day, I would... There were oftentimes late night, long drives. But yeah, I never felt... Like I'm always... Like the idea of pulling over just seems scary to me at night. But again, better than falling asleep on the wheel. But I wonder really how safe it is for a woman alone to be pulled over on the side of the road with with the doors locked. Really not safe. Yeah, not safe. I've fallen asleep in my Prius trunk twice. Trunk? Trunk. Well, it's a... Prius. Oh, it's a hatchback. And I had, uh, my old Prius had tinted windows in the back, so you couldn't really see. And at the time, there was no Uber and no Lyft. So if you got somewhere and you were too drunk to drive, people in LA were just like, just drive home. But I'm, that is not how I roll. And I was covering cocktails at the time. So I would go to like dinners and stuff. People were like, oh, it's the girl who does the cocktails for, you know, Food Network. You, you covered cocktails. You weren't covered in them. I w- well, sometimes both. <laughs> okay. All right. But they would send things, be like, oh, we sent another one. And you'd be like, ah. And, um, so there were twice that I was like, I cannot drive home like this. And I had the valet just like pull my car up. And I was with a boyfriend at the time. And I was like, we're going to hit the back. And we just slept until like four or five in the morning. Now there's just lift. Yeah. You just do lift. But at the time I was like, oh, I sent another one. It was awful. <laughs> and the boyfriend was also too drunk to drive? Yeah. We were both like, we're like, right. we can't. This isn't okay. And so right. you didn't think of taking a cab or something? Back then, it was like you take a cab and it'd be an hour before the cab got right. there. And, and then you'd have to like look up the phone number in the yellow pages. Yeah. And or then, someone's magnet. 
and then they would be like yeah someone would have to have a magnet on them <laughs> and then they'd be like okay well it, you have to pay cash so we'll drive you to an atm first and you're like oh my god this fucking cab ride so yeah, assuming they showed up at all yeah yeah because there was always that chance that they just weren't going to show yeah. up yeah people used to drive drunk in la all the time yeah. just yeah. all the time mm-hmm. but yeah so i've slept in my prius it's like sure why not Wherever, I've done that lucky. too. I've slept in Ali's Prius. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> you're like, lucky that they pulled your car somewhere where it didn't have to get moved like every two hours. Yeah, I mean, you know, I would would not recommend doing this again for sure. But yeah, it was just like what back then it was. And this was only like six, seven, eight years ago. Yeah, crazy. Anyway, all right. Ray Morgan says, uh, "Battery sizes bother me." They should be A, B, C, and D. There is no need to call them AAA or AA. Yeah, <clears throat> I do wonder why. Did they come out with A? Wait, is there an A battery? No. There isn't. Is there? Or there must be. Jeff, I feel like you is know about battery? batteries. I'm not aware of an A battery, but there could be there one. There is that kind of battery you never see, which is sort of thicker than an A and shorter. Thicker than a AA? But, sorry, yeah, thicker than a AA. Shorter, but not a C. Like, hmm. shorter than a C, but same, similar kind of width. That might be an A. Who did this? Who who invented this? Mr. Energizer. <laughs> Mr. Duracell. Is this a metric thing that we just don't get because we're Merkins? Maybe. I don't think so, because I think D-cell batteries, at least, have been around for a really long time. I like a 9-volt myself. Good 9-volt. Nice. You know? There'd be, I feel like those are being phased out. 9 volts. I like them because people would put them on their tongue. They'd be like, yeah, that's good. And I'm like, <laughs> I've never that. done that. Should yeah. I? Nah. Yeah. Have you done it, Daniel? Of course. Have you, are you, has all, have all men licked batteries? I have. Yeah. And what does it do? You get a little bit of a charge? It get, gets you hot. <laughs> you feel so a little hot. bit of a jolt? Mm, it's like tingly. It's not really a big feeling. It's a little bit like when you bite on a piece of aluminum foil. No, mm-hmm. I don't want that. I've never had that sensation either, but I don't know that I've ever bitten mm-hmm. aluminum foil. You never eaten aluminum foil accidentally? No. Really? Oh, I, I probably have, but I haven't had that feeling. You have to have Is a it cavity. only if you have... Yeah. You have to have I, yeah, a metal filling. I don't think I have metal fillings. Oh, it's the worst. Mm-hmm. I don't have really? metal fillings anymore, but... What does it feel like? <clears throat> it, it, like licking a battery? <laughs> it feels cold, and it also feels like you got electrocuted. Yeah, I've never had that. Oh, it's the worst. I would know. There is an A-size battery. Get out. It's it's in the ballpark of a double A, but it's fatter, it looks like. So I would guess that it's similar in length to double A, but fatter. Daniel gave me... What was that? Was that look exactly like Yeah, like, hello. Which is like, look who knew about batteries. No kidding. So maybe they had the A first, and then they had to come up with stuff like when you see those people's addresses and it's like mm. 659 and a half yeah that's what well it's that like is. bra sizes why is it going yeah. to d and then it's double and then triple instead of just ef there are e and f someone you, they got to i know but why doesn't it but but you know what i'm saying yeah why isn't it yeah. linear why isn't it just linear they were probably they got to d and someone was like uh hold up we only have like up to z if we don't start to fill this up <laughs> Triple I. Yeah. What if someone gets Bass Z? We're going, this is too fast. Wait, is a double D bigger than a D? Yeah. That's weird because a double A is smaller than an A. That's true. Oh, I knew a girl who was an I. Did she have breast reduction? She did. Mm -hmm. She's like, get these fucking melons off me. Yeah. Get them off me. 
Yeah. Did she have like um, roller skates under them or something to haul them around? Yeah, she had roller <laughs> skates. Uh, she had a team of people that were carrying them. Good God. Yeah. She could store a lot of stuff, a lot of paperwork under there. Passport under one. Mm-hmm. Snickers under the other. Yeah. That's so uncomfortable sounding. I know. What size did she go down to? I don't know. I'll have to ask her. Because the people I know who've had breast reductions, they still have a lot of boob at the end of the day. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's not like, I don't think you're ever going to look like a gymnast. Right. You know. Right. But it's but it's less like, holy shit, boobs. Yeah. It's le- it, it's less your entire identity in America. Right. right. <laughs> okay. J Mo not less. Mm. Confused why gifted has become a thing, as in she gifted me this sweater. What was wrong with Gabe? I remember the first time um, yeah. someone offered to gift me something, I was confused by it. But he just meant, I'll give it to you. Huh. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think to give someone something, you can give someone uh, like just a hammer that I don't want anymore as opposed to, or something just, you can give, I can give you my sandwich. Whereas a gift refers specifically to something that's a gift. That's probably why right. they say that. I, I mean, mean, it's an, yeah. it's not it's not really necessary, but I, I think that might be why they invented that. And you can give someone a disease, but you can't really gift someone a disease. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it depends. <laughs> Depends how you look at it. He gifted her HPV. Right. <laughs> oh, thank you. I feel like the turning the noun into a verb just inherently feels douchey. Mm-hmm. It feels like yeah. somebody does to you in front of a whiteboard in a office meeting room when they're talking in bullet points. A lot of times, yeah. Yeah, party I'm gonna mark, be a noun. I'm going to be markering up on this whiteboard <laughs> and... Uh, Gifting. All right, and lastly because of time chode to joy says citrus and desserts especially chocolate never ever ever (gasps) mix hashtag more like lemon turd wow i don't agree i'm sorry i don't but i have a similarly controversial take okay Peanut butter ice cream no wow peanut oh sorry jeff i know you're a big chocolate and peanut butter person but in general, I don't like peanut butter in my desserts. Daniel had a, a peanut, peanut butter, butter ice cream sandwich. We, I feel like I, we had peanut butter ice cream recently, and it was amazing. Oh, it was yeah. Like one of the best things I've ever had. That was an exception. That was like crazy, crazy good. Is it Jenny's? Yes. Yeah. I, that even turned me, a naysayer, into someone who's like, oh, this is really good. Um, yeah. But your ice cream sandwich that was peanut butter flavored with chocolate cookies, I was kind of like... I, but that I was, can appreciate this, but I'm not. But that I, wasn't great. Like the wasn't. way to do peanut butter ice cream is to have like a rib, rivulet of yes. peanut butter in it, like so it gets that crunchy. Yeah, this had. Yeah, that was. That you can't was dilute really peanut butter if you if you have a a hint of peanut butter, but not the full thing. Because right. we eat peanut butter in such concentrated, like viscous. <laughs> so to have it be like, well, I can tell it's somewhere in here it's just like it's like uh having coffee with a bunch of water in it mm-hmm. you know it's just yeah watery. so yeah you have to have the rivulet i agree with you, you want to eat that peanut butter yeah you need that full i agree with you although I'll, I'll take a uh i'll take a chocolate with a little orange rind right i'll do it chode to joy love you mean it <laughs> yeah like the chocolate covered orange jelly tr- dessert thing what are those things called orange rinds is it Rhines? Well, they have lots of different names for them. Yeah, those are actually pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I'm not mad at that. 
But he's saying in general, citrus and desserts. No, no, no. Oh, any citrus and dessert. Yeah, especially chocolate. But but I mean, more like lemon turd. Come on. Um, excuse me, key lime pie. Yeah, I was gonna say lime or lemon bars, lemon meringue pie. Yeah, we had those lemon cream almonds yesterday. Those are delicious. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't. I can't. I can't. There was too much almond for me in those. But yeah. Um, but I know people who feel this way. Yeah. I'm just not one of them. Like I, if I see a lemon meringue pie, I'm like. Keep moving, but key lime you, key you break lime. for key lime, yeah, key lime. I, I hands down, but I, interesting. But it, when I see a lemon meringue, I'm kind of like I'm with you on that too because it, the the lemon is like kind of gelatinous, gelatinous yeah. and then the meringue, and there's always like they don't sit well. Like you could take the meringue off, and mm-hmm. it's it, it's undisturbed. Yeah, it's just you're just putting a thing on a thing. It's like a hat on your pie. It's a hat yeah. on a hat of pies. Not into that. No. So I can, I'll, perhaps, perhaps Choja Joy just had like a really bad lemon meringue pie incident, which is understandable. Daniel, you are, you feel similarly about key lime pie? No, I actually really like key lime pie. That's what I'm saying. Similarly to Allie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, key lime is one of my favorite, no, key lime is one of my dad's favorite pies. So growing up, periodically, I would have bites of key lime pie. I'm not that into it. Yeah. What about a rhubarb? Ever had a rhubarb pie? I've never had it, but I'm so curious. Oh, it's tangy and tart. I need to try it. What's going to happen is if you try to eat a rhubarb pie, they always mix it with strawberry. It's like strawberry rhubarb. You're going to love this. My dad is purist. He gets pissed if there's strawberry in his rhubarb. It's like you've got to go rhubarb only. It's like rhubarb, sugar, put it in a pie crust. What is the flavor of rhubarb? It's, it's, It's like... It's related to celery, I think, yeah. but it's just really tart and tangy, but sweet as well. Or the sugar N- makes it sweet. The sugar makes it sweet, but yeah, it's just really, really tart. Like it hmm. makes you start to drool in the same way that key lime pie does. Yeah, because now I'm not sure I want it. Oh, I mean, I will, I will try it, but I'm just not sure I'd be into it. Yeah, just have a little tiny, tiny, tiny bite. Yeah, but I feel yeah. like that's a real Midwest kind of thing to I eat. Think it might be. It yeah. definitely is like, let's make a pie out of the celery. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. We have the celery no one wants. Let's make <laughs> a pie out of it. What's in the root cellar? <laughs> I wonder if from- you could make a good celery pie. Probably. Well, they have that celery soda that you get in the kosher Celery? Aisle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They get it at the kosher aisle at Ralph's. I did see someone tried an experiment. They made a cantaloupe pie, and it was oh. a failure. Oh, really? Everyone was like, wow, no, you can't. that sounds no, no. so good. No, it sounds awful. Ish. They tried it. She had a party, and she's like, okay, let's just see how many people like this. Everyone's like, this is fucked up, man. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, it's I'm not a, sweet enough, I don't think. I don't or, know. It's just, yeah, there's not enough to Flavor, it. Flavor, yeah. yeah. It was like seeing your teacher at an orgy. I think it was just like wrong time, wrong place, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like your accountant is like at a BDSM club. You're like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. Cantaloupe doesn't belong in a pie. No. Or at a BDSM club. <laughs> Get these melons out of here. <laughs> There's probably someone who goes to BDSM clubs who calls themselves cantaloupe, though. It's possible. Yeah. I think they're probably... It's is. probably good at taxes, too. <laughs> Just your accountant. Hits all the bases. Does somebody hit a base? Ticks the boxes, Ooh. checks the box boxes. Tips your mitt. It's a real phrase, goddammit. Ah! All right. <laughs> Allie Ward, thank you yes. so much for joining us. I'm here. I'm in head-to-toe pajamas. We never discussed that. We didn't discuss the pajamas, I, in, I know. You make 
pajamas look like something that aren't pajamas. Well, you're only seeing the top of it, but I am wearing matching flannel pajamas here. <laughs> That's right. And I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on. It had been too long. Tell them where they can find you and talk about your stuff. Oh, uh, my podcast is called Ologies. It's a different ologist every week. Uh, so it's like science and such. And then also I'm on Brainchild, a science show on Netflix. And... My show on CW is called Did I Mention Invention? And then I'm also on CBS's uh, Innovation Nation every Saturday. Look at you. Wow. Doing it. Not sleeping a lot. Daniel. You can just find me here every week. Okay. Jeff. Dequants on the snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and now Instagram. Wow. Believe it or not, at Colonel Jeff Fox. And I am wanting you to listen to my other podcast as well, Childish with Greg Fitzsimmons. Um, really proud of it. Check it out whether you have kids or not. It is a parenting podcast, but it's a lot. We get a lot of feedback from people who don't have kids who like it. Um, childishpod.com is where you go for that. Leave us comments. We often read them on the show. Uh, and I'm on Twitter at Allison Rosen and Instagram at Allison Rosen. And my website is allisonrosen.com. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Alison Rosen is your new best friend.